0: On 14B, five lines from the bottom. And we're on a, uh, just finishing up an administrative issue in the base Hamigdush. So basically, uh, you would come to the Beis Hamigdush and you needed liquids. You needed wine, you needed oil uh, to go with your offering. And these had to be prepared in special purity and uh, you were traveling to come up to bring your offerings, you may not have had your liquids with you. Uh, and It would be a schlep to bring those liquids with you. So as a community service, they had a special place in the base of Migdish where you would go and pay for your liquids, and they would give you the proper ticket. And then you would take your ticket uh, to the uh, right place to go to pick up. Now, you may not have known exactly how much uh, liquids to bring, that's no problem, because they would give you, on your ticket, it would tell you how much you needed. So you would go there, pay the right amount, they give you the ticket, and then you would go to the right uh, place to pick up your liquids. So there was a question about how many different tickets they had, I don't know, t- we call it a ticket? What should we call it? Uh, a uh, token. A token, yeah, I think a token. token's a better a voucher, right? Something like that. A voucher, yeah, let's use the word voucher. So you would take your voucher and uh, go to the right place. So the question is, how many different types did they have? Now, obviously, uh, what's interesting also is that we see they wanted to keep it simple. Because if you have too many, it's going to get confusing. Um, and some, I have some good kosher restaurants or all restaurants where their menus are too complicated. <laughs> it gets too complicated. You never get the food that you order. So uh, that's, that's important that it be very uh, very simple, very straightforward. So we said in the uh, Mishnah we had two views about how many different uh, types of vouchers they had. So the question is, um, according to Ben Azai, Chotadal Lama Humevi, Benazze had a different one. Um, He said that the uh, poor sinner, (laughs) every sinner is poor, but uh, there's sliding scale. In other words, if a person made the mistake of sinning when he's poor, he should be able to fix his sin the same way a rich person can fix the sin. That's not fair. Everybody needs to fix their sins. So uh, Hashem allowed for the poor person to pay a little less for the sin offering. Now, by the way, if the rich person tries to fix his sin with the poor person's offering, that's a waste of money because <laughs> it doesn't work. So, uh, but so this poor sinner, uh, what is, uh, why does he need to have a separate uh, tag, a separate voucher? The answer is because he has to bring some more oil with him. We'll see. The, it seems like this is talking about the metzora, the one that brings the sin offering. So that's a good point. So why, uh, according, then, why don't the Rabbanim have them take a different voucher? Baram, but, Karabbanim, maybe, Gdi,, Karabbanim, so according to the Rabbanim, what, um, isn't he, uh, doesn't he need a separate voucher for the oil? The answer is, maybe, he's going to bring his own oil. So according to that view, you don't need, there's a question whether the oil's included in the uh, in the voucher or not. Uh, so if you need a separate voucher for the oil, then you have to have one for the poor sinner. Okay. So then we said Gedi, uh, the goat, has the same liquids as the sheep. Uh, how do we know that? And by the way, that's part of the Pesach theme is that goats and sheep are, it took me many years to figure that out. I was always thinking the lamb, the lamb, the lamb, and then you get to the end of the Haggadah and Chagadjah, one goat. Right, the answer is it's the, the type of animal mentioned is either a goat or a lamb, um, you know, for the korban pesach, either one. They're, they're semi, they're interchangeable, they're the, the small livestock, apparently. So, uh, they have the same liquids. Uh, and how do we know that? My uh, min, min and we learned the following gdi, mishamish niske, tzon. a gdi, uh, gdi, a goat, mishamish niske. So, it has the same um, same liquids as the fox. G'dolim, big ones, small ones, male ones, females. Uh, that's what we say. They have the same, the sheep and the goat are the same. How do we know that? Because it says like this. It says that this is how you'll do it for the ox or the ram. Uh, but for the sheep, the sheep and the goat are the same. So, La why does it mention one goat, one cow, Lochilik uh, be'niske ego, lenikse Well, there's no difference between a boy cow and a girl cow <laughs> that's they they both have the same liquid. now, there are cases where there is a difference between the male and certain carbonos have to be male or female, and there's a symbolism to that, but in this particular with the liquids, there's no difference. Bedinu, I would have said Bain uh that the the uh, cow. Whether it's, um, there's no difference in the ox between the male and female. Now let's go back to our goat though. You, I, I would have thought, Ben-Hatzon, ben when something comes from the small flocks, toying the him in mean, these liquids. Ben-A-Bucker, and we see something from the big flocks, Again, the small flocks are the goat, are the sheep and the goats. The big flocks are the cows. So ben and they both need liquids. So imitzinisha kulek ben niske in nixayil. If there's a difference between a ram and a lamb, the male and female, l'chay um, nechalak. As we turn to today's page, so therefore, if there is a difference in male and female, so I should uh, differentiate between egol and nixayshor sure, between a female cow and a male cow. There's no difference. So again, I don't know what the... You don't have to say a lie. The Torah is telling us that, they, uh, that for whatever reason, the ram and the lamb get two different liquids and not the cow and the... I don't even think in English we have a different word for a male and female cow, do we? No, bulls yeah. and cows. Oh, bulls, yeah, bull. Okay, yeah, bull and the cow. Okay. When we're talking about the liquids here, are we talking about the liquids that are coming out of them or the things that are brought with them? The things that are brought with them, the libations. So um then it says the ram, luminamar, shabidin, emitsin shabbeniske ben shanah. if you find there's a difference between an, an, an animal that's a year old. And this bench time that's two years old. So the so there should be a difference in two years and three years. <laughs> if there's if the older you get, the more you gotta pay. Maybe that's the way to Temulomer. Oh Lylechat, Ola Sebakfasim, Lamanammer, Shabidin, ben Shugniske keves, and Niska Iola Divisine, the lamb and the ram, the ben kiss fell and exte ruchel. Uh, so maybe there's a difference between a, a male uh, sheep and a female sheep. Tamba uh, what's the name for the male sheep, the um, the he-goat? Yeah. What? Is that a U? A ewe, U, I think. Yeah, I think that's that, a ewe. Is that a girl? I don't know. You're a yeah, I think you is a female. What? what a female. It's, it's a ram, isn't it? It's a ram? Okay. Yeah, 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 Tamba Lomar, yeah. Uh What does it say? Yeah. Obe izim namur I would have thought kevis be There's a difference between the sheep and the ram. There should be a difference between the the he goat and the she goat. Tam cotton. We compare the small little female goat, the big tall strong. Uh, what's what's a male goat? A uh, ram or a um, a Billy goat? Yeah, a ram. A ram. Okay. My have, just like this one has three look i So basically, we have these different animals, male and female, and different years, and there are some differences. So I, everything has to be learned out from Lipsukim how we know what the liquids are. That's how it comes out. And the Gemara just walked us through the process. One final issue when you were given your voucher uh, for the amount of liquids, there was a problem. And that is that in the base of Migdush, we're assuming that when you wanna bring a Corbin, you're honest, right? You wanna do something religious. And so some people would come to the Kohen at the end of the day and say, I lost my voucher, but I paid for this. Can you give me my liquids anyway? And of course we would say, oh, you paid for this? We trust you. The halacha is a Jew is believable. You're supposed to, a, a person, unless they have a bad reputation, you're allowed to believe them. Somebody tells you this is kosher, you're allowed to eat, right? If it's a, you have no reason to doubt the person. So he comes to the Cohen and he says, well, I forgot. So the rule is at the end of the day, they would check if they knew that there was a liquid voucher that hadn't been redeemed, then they would give it to him. Now, what's the problem? Maybe he didn't really lose the voucher. He, stole, he, he kept it. And he, this way, he's going to he, he's he's ask for another one. He's going to get another one because at the end of the day, they're going to see it wasn't handed in. And then tomorrow, he's going to come and he'll have a second one because he's pocketed it. So, uh, unfortunately, there, uh, that exists. There are people that get special joy in cheating the system. That's, a, uh, <laughs> that's called a rama a Ramai. Even the base of Middash, we had people that were looking for a free lunch. So, they had a very simple system. They wrote the date on the voucher. So, this way, if somebody comes tomorrow and says, wait a second, this has yesterday's date on it. Sorry but yeah, I never got How would you get yesterday's date on your voucher? So, tough luck. Okay. You know, they did that with the, the shots. My first shot for the vaccinations, mm-hmm. the first one, they didn't have any issues. The second one, I came, they had a different color scheme and everything because people were doing that, uh, using their voucher, coming in, or their little ticket, and then they would leave and they would, Give that voucher to somebody else that would come in. It would come the <laughs> oh, okay. So they, so they learned use the Shelby. I guess they All knew right, that you got right. to put the date on the voucher. Uh, okay. In between the two shots, they figured it out. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I, I don't understand if, you, if you're trying to cheat the base. It doesn't work. So it's one thing. It's one thing to get a vaccination. It's another thing to uh, to cheat. After. Well, you'll th- you person would think that next week when they bring an offering, they won't have to pay for the liquids. They're getting free liquids. <laughs> So, they're bringing a sin offering and they're getting, uh, they didn't pay for their liquids, but uh, somehow they think they're going to work <laughs> yeah. out ahead. right? So, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So, Hagia ba'atmacha, where has the question here? All right, let's say this happened on a Monday and the next day they give you the, uh, the voucher, say Tuesday. So, if you've got a smart crook, he'll, say, he'll wait till next week. Right? If, if you write Yom Mishani, oh, so Shazibi Oso Yom, so the answer is Shema Mishmar. So they also wrote which Kohanim were on duty. So next week it's a different group of Kohanim. Oh, so Gomorrah said, Shaziva Oso Mishmar, Shem Hayom, Shema Shabbos, and the week, Shem Chodesh, the day of the month. Because <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> this way he's going to come next, you know, he's going to hold on to it till next year until uh, till the same Mishmar is up in the same day of the week. And... But they had, they had the months. Right? I mean, even then they had the months. Why couldn't they have written, you know, the month? That, in other words. He's we're saying they did. They did. Oh, so okay. the more information you write, the harder it is to <laughs> forge. Yeah. Because a few wrote and even if he wants to try to come okay. and figure it out, ain't much, it's not so common to get the same uh, group of Kohanim on the same day of the week, uh, on the same day of the month. Right. Uh, I mean, maybe it happens every 17 years or something like that. He's going to have to be. Well, this is some old. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty old token over there. Okay, at any rate, so that was the system that they had to make sure the vouchers. When again, you would think in the base of English, they didn't need that, but uh, unfortunately, like I said, there was, uh, some people that when they get used to um, a certain mentality, even when they try to do something holy, they're still thinking, you know, how can I, how can I game the system? Uh, they just—it's uh, a problem. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, that's why they say, you know, certain people they okay new Mishnah. Uh, so uh, we're going to learn about, they said certain hidden chambers. A chamber is just a room. They had two secret chambers, two, two lishkas. A lishka is a chamber. They, they had lots of different rooms and offices there. And each one had a function. But one of these lishkas was called the lishkas chashoyim. This was called the secret one. The, the lishka of the hidden uh, it was like uh, it was a quiet lishka. In other words, most of them were like very public. You waited in line and you went there, and everybody uh, saw you there. This was a hidden lishka, and the other one was the lishka of the kalim. It was the the vessel. The, this was the vessel room. So lishkas chasoyim, the one that was the hidden one, yereche nos nosochol bechashoy. People that wanted to donate went in there privately. You're not supposed to advertise that uh your uh the highest form of sadaka is to give uh in um uh a person uh doesn't uh, doesn't do it for the honor or the glory that he's a giver, he supports other people. No, without telling anybody he leaves money there for the poor. Now that was one part of it. So one is that the wealthy people would give and nobody would know they were giving. That's that's a it's a it's a because what happened is that um uh That was always the Jewish way, was to give in secret, to give quietly, not to give publicly, not to announce it. Uh, But what happened was, is that in America, um, if people think they're the only ones giving, they feel like they're a sucker. I'm the only one stupid enough to give. I I gave away my money for this. No one else is giving. And so people here feel better about giving when they know that other people give. They say, well, everybody else is giving. I should give too. And so, therefore, it became in most cases a mitzvah to give publicly so that other people will give. Uh, So, you have to know the tzedakah, whether it's important, you know, like uh, certain tzedakahs, it doesn't matter. Nobody needs to know who's donating. uh. But then there are other ones where they they announce it, and it's not because uh, it's not a bad thing to announce it, it's in order that other people uh, participate. But in those days, they didn't need that. People went. The wealthy people quietly just left the money in that in that that chamber, uh, and the poor people uh, also were ashamed. To, to some people that are poor who need help, don't get help. Uh, it's a male syndrome where you need directions and you're lost and you don't ask directions. Right? That's uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a, uh, it's a challenge to to people to ask for help when they the help is there. So the, in the base of English, they made it simple. You could go to Davin, and on the way out, you stopped at a certain chamber, you could pick up some uh, money for food. Aniim b'nai tovim, the poor people, the sons of good people, meaning people that it wasn't their fault, they were poor. Misparnasim misocha b'chashai. They could go there secretly and uh, have, uh, not starve to death. Okay, next room. Lishka What was the vessel room? Call me yishim is uh, instead of donating money, what one of the things that you have to learn from the base of Middosh is there are all kinds of charity, all kinds of tzedakah. You could give money, you could give a person, you could give your property, you could give. You have to have people. Um, a lot of people don't like to give money, uh, but they could give their time. You know, people have time. Not, you know, that's uh, time is money, right? So, but but sometimes people have a thing that you know, money. They maybe they don't have money, but they have time. Or maybe they, they don't have lots of time, but maybe there's certain things they could do. Maybe they could uh, help the charity in other ways. So, that's a, so in those days, what you could do is you could drop off your, your tools. Tools then were everything. If you have tools, you can get stuff done. So they dropped off this way. The base of English didn't have to buy tools. So they would drop off their tools. It's funny how it says like they tossed it in there. I don't know why. I would have said put it there. Mm-hmm. Zirkel means like you just toss it in there, toss it up on the pile. So, and every 30 days, Haggisbor in so they would check it out. If it was a shovel, or it was something that was needed, it was a flower. thing, some of them they could use, so they would use it. If they couldn't use it, then they put it up for public auction. They for the And the money was used for the house fund. Let's see the Gomorrah Havi They were uh, people, they were a parnis. Parnas parnis was people who took responsibility for others. Uh, they were responsible for to help the poor in the community. Uh, they used to give a certain poor person a dinner. Uh, so everybody thought it was for him, but actually, who he would find other poor people and give it to them. This also was even common in our times. Uh, sometimes people would come and collect money, and you used to assume that it wasn't for them, they were collecting it for others. Uh, but today they find a lot of them are collecting for themselves. But yeah, whatever. It's 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 uh it's hard to know. But occasionally you think that person is doing this because he needs the money. He actually has plenty of money. He's doing this to help others. That's like a, a very high level. It's not something that's fun to collect. But um, uh, but this this person he gave it to other poor people. Reb Zakaria, another story. There was a famous person named Rebizakarya Kostin Reb Levi. He was Revlave's son-in-law everybody was making fun of him he was taking charity he was taking food stamps again it's, it's, in our society people aren't embarrassed to take I, I don't know how they lost you know in fact they're happy they, they, oh I get from the government but they're taken from somebody uh, we dive an in everyday invention that we not have to take you know that we come let it come from Hashem we don't want people's money but at any rate he was taken and everybody was Melisa no love everybody was say look at that guy he's he's taking charity why, why doesn't he go to work he didn't need the money. Why is he taking? But actually, they didn't find out who um, when he passed away. As long as he was alive, nobody knew why he was taking money. He should have had enough money. It's very difficult to judge people. But when he died, they checked into his records. He wasn't keeping any of the money. He was taking money for other people. There will always be people that are embarrassed to ask. Uh, and sometimes uh, you may have an in to get that person sadaka that no one else has. Words, they won't go to the Yadli Yad and say they don't want to be on the list. They don't want the food dropped off. They don't want to tell anyone. Uh, they're embarrassed. Uh, and uh, they won't even go privately. To, but if they, they know you and you're friendly with them and you say, I'm happy to take care of this for you, uh, you can help people like that. And uh, this, we see it all the time. That that's how that's how things work. bar Have a Mitzvah Balaila. So uh he used to do this at night. This way people weren't embarrassed. In other words, they did the drop offs. No cautious questions during the duff. Okay, I hope you're still there. All right. Okay. So, yes, we sold the covet. The covet was bought back. He he sold it all back. That's the uh, last night that's where I pick up the phone. Yeah, we got the covet's back. It's it's, Lee Einhar, it's never happened that the Goy kept the Chomets. It, it could, you know, the, you know, he could keep it. It's legally, he could uh, come knocking on the door and say, give me the Chomets, but uh, we got it back. So All right, so uh, this guy used to give the sedaka at night when nobody was looking, and uh, that's the perfect way because why should you, why should you have the tzedakah van stop in front of a person's home, and he's turning pink, and he's thinking, what are the neighbors going to say? They're all going to know I'm taking charity. So they did it at night. Now, there's a problem. At night, that's when the demons are out. We said before that night was not such a safe time, and people aren't supposed to do risky things. I um, was reading in the Middle Ages, in, in the big cities, it was very dangerous to go out at night. It was always the, there was, the police didn't have control and it because it was all dark. So it was like the... You, it was your wrong risk. No streetlights. No streetlights, right. So, Chadz uh, Zman, Ravhon, ravhon he met the, the chief the chief spirit, the chief troublemaker. So um so the troublemaker said to him, Rabbi, what are you doing out I don't know if this was a person or a demon, but uh, he, he could have been the chief rapper, but he said, Rabbi, what are you I I know you yourself taught Lo You said that you're not supposed to press your luck or you shouldn't go out of your boundary. In other words, you know that it, uh, it, it was kind of mentioned before that the the demons were banished. There, at one time, there were very harmful forces, and they were told, "All right, listen, you you keep to the nighttime. In the daytime, you you leave." Uh, so they it, it, saying, "Rabbi, what are you doing in our territory here? You, no, you're you tell people not to be reckless and go out at night." So Amalei mat It says, "When people give charity in secret, that's superpower." That's uh, that's not just tzedakah. That's uh, that has the ability to take away Hashem's wrath. That that can avoid a plague, if you give Matin beseser, You give uh, in Cleveland the charity fund is called Matan besaser. You know, money given in in, in private. Uh. Here it's called Yad Yad. I don't know what the... Hand to hand. I don't know that it's, it's not done privately. I think they're trying to say we help each other out. That's the, but, the, but there is an aspect of trying to preserve the dignity of the, of the receiver as much as possible. Okay. So, by Mustafa, I then. Once he said that, that I'm doing a charity mission, the demon ran away. I, I'm afraid of that. Okay. Next. He ran away. He ran away. It doesn't say fortunate is the one who gives to the poor. But what it says is Ashri eldal. It says the fortunate is the one who gives to the poor. What does that mean? It's not just giving. It's a person who looks at this and says, What's the best way to do this? Ketzat Hayu and Ani Bentovim. When he would, uh, it's a question if it was Rabbi Yochanan or Rabbi Yonah. When he would knew, know that there was a poor person, Ben Tovim. Ben Tovim means that he knew that it was a um, a person who would have done his best uh, to work and gain money, and it was just bad luck. He just was out of work, and so he was an ani Ben Tovim. That's a, uh, there are there are people that are trying to get free lunches. There are other, but ani Ben Tovim means it's a it's really a good person who has you know just uh, uh, bad luck. min He went down from his property. It, his property just it left him, it, the money left him. That's the way it goes sometimes. The the stocks went down. So who uh, Omar Beni? So he uh, wouldn't Omar Lo Beni. What he would do is he would go and visit them, and he would say, "I I've heard that um, uh, you're going to be coming into some money soon. That uh, there's other deals out there. There's other uh, monies that eventually." Uh, Things will work out. So, but uh, meanwhile, uh here, take borrow some money from me, um, and uh, we'll wait. You know, I know you. I know that you're you'll be getting money in soon. You have investments. You have other things. So, uh, here, just hold on to this until you get it. That's how did what, this guy know this about the guy? Uh,
1: he didn't. It wasn't it's, true. Oh, so yeah, it, was, it, it seems see. like
0: such a strange thing to say to someone. It's like, really? How, how would you know? <laughs> <laughs> if the person wants the money, he, he won't ask any questions. <laughs> right, that's, uh, so but he, I, he was trying to make this guy not feel so embarrassed for taking it. Correct. That, yeah. you know. So uh, after uh, he gave it to him, <laughs> I'll mele, my just keep the chain. Keep it. No, It's <laughs> not alone. Just keep it. And other words, sometimes you have to get it to them so you get at them. Yeah, sure, it's a loan, you'll pay back. I know you've got money coming in. And then afterwards you say, I don't need it back. <laughs> That's the that was that was how he got him. So he looked at the best way to give it to him. Otherwise the guy would have never taken and he really needed it. Uh Hia Barade Islay um One second. What was going here? Um Hiya Barada Ispe Ishave Savin the yummnam I see, so he had I'm just trying to remember the case here the Aramaic always takes me a minute or two um. Have a seven be yum home. Mandy have a hivla home, may bane reshaite the Suma, Rava have a nisman bin basa came. have a amori. One second. There's a timing here. Just kidding. Can I borrow yours for a second? That's not that the art scroll. I'll just tell you what the. Uh, I was busy, busy putting my chametz away yesterday. You're so, okay. are we all? Okay. Oh. Um, yeah. He says, uh, the Savin is the word like Saba, elders. I see. Thank you. I remember that. Good now. Appreciate it. So the story was this they had people that needed it to get charity. Uh, and if they wouldn't get charity, they wouldn't buy their medicine, they wouldn't take what they needed. And so the question was, again, how to help them. You know, and I, some people, they think, well, if they take my charity, good. If they don't, then—but no, the people still need help. It's just they, they won't take it. So you have to be have to figure out how to help people whether they want it or not. You know, they, some people need help. They just—you got to—so uh, there were certain elders in his area, and they would only take charity certain times of the year. So the question was Why? There were elders in his days. If you gave them between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, uh, Suma Raba, the big fast, Yom Kippur is the big one. <laughs> they would take it because they needed the money. They would accept uh, accept charity. Min after Yom Kippur, lo they uh, they wouldn't accept it. They why because they said it was already decreed how much money we're going to get this year. So if we take charity, it means we won't get it. Uh, in other words, uh, Hashem's going to give us the money. And if we take charity, it'll, it'll take away from what we're supposed to get anyways. So they, there's a, we believe that on Rosh Hashanah, it's all written how much you're going to receive. And we hope to receive it directly from Hashem, not through charity. So they, they, uh, they would at the end of the year, they needed the money and it didn't come any other way. So they would take charity. At the beginning of the year, where they still had hopes, you know, the money's going to come in, so they wouldn't take charity. So, so I, I would have thought that if I take the charity at the beginning, then that also came from Hashem. But what you're saying is, no, that's the that's Adam. Through a person, right, that's uh-huh. right. They, they were hoping it would come. That's the shaliach from Hashem. I, I... Yeah, but but people don't like to take charity through I, a human. I, I, They'd rather get it through... No, a, but I, yeah. What's the difference if it's before Rosh Hashanah? Once you believe that everything is... Because no. it's the end of the year and they, the money didn't come, it didn't come through so the. This uh, must be the only way. This must be the only way, right? Whereas if the uh, the beginning of the year, they still had hopes. You know that it'll come in a, a more honorable way. It'll come straight from Hashem rather than from a uh, no thanks. Okay. Nechem Ish uh, Shichin. Uh, so now we're going to learn a famous story. There. Um, yeah. Nachem Ish uh, Gamzah. So. Uh, there was, uh, uh, um, uh, the, uh... we skipped this. Ishtikin first. Oh, yeah. Right. There's a question, though. It could be that that's this version here says, Nachum Ishkamzu. But, uh, there was Nachum, uh, Ish Sigin Pogobo. There, he was, um... Uh, he ran into a person who had saras uh, you yeah, so um he was he was going to do something, and a poor person ran into him and this was a person with um uh blemishes what it means blemishes it means it was not a it was a, there there are people who you like to help. And they're people who you don't like to help because they, they are nasty people. Uh, but it doesn't mean because they're nasty people, they don't need help. They just are a person with a lot of blemishes. So he ran into him, a person with a lot of blemishes. zoka, Um He said, "Can I have a um, give me a chicken,A, yehe luck, chuse de cupid, Vizavin cupid." Okay, so I think he was on his way. Let's get the details here. This also, he was, he was going somewhere. And um, yeah, so the person said, I need a chicken for dinner. Um, so, and chicken was expensive in those days. So the poor person was asking for a fancy meal. And he was a blemished person. He was not a, he was not a nice character that you would normally like to help. So he said, "Zochemikali." He kind of said, "Rabbi, give me a, give me a rooster, give me a chicken." He said, uh, "Why do you need to have such a fancy, uh, fancy meal? Uh, you know, here, take here's a nickel. Go get a piece of meat." Apparently, um, it's interesting because in some societies, chicken's more expensive than meat, and some societies, meat's more expensive than chicken. It just depends on. Uh, in Australia. I think the meat is cheaper than the chicken. because They have lots of cattle room, and so the... Sure. Um, plenty of grazing area. Yeah, plenty of grazing area. Whereas for us, it's the opposite. It's the meat's more expensive. So he said, you want a rooster? He said, hey, look, like, take, take some, go get this and go get some meat. for He went and he got some meat, and he dropped dead. <laughs> I guess the meat didn't agree with him. Uh, now, the rabbi felt guilty. Because he, the person told him he needed chicken. He said, Bo, Vesof, lahargusho He said, uh, Let's go say a funeral speech for the one who I killed. Mm. In other words, he felt guilty because he wasn't sensitive enough to that's what the person really needed. ish uh, kamzu. Now we get another story. Nachem, who was known as the man also this, meaning that whatever happened, he said also this. How Molok Doran lebeis Kambo. He was bringing something to his in-laws. He ran into a person whose limbs were falling off. He said, He said, Can I have what you got? I'm hungry. Uh, Give it to me. So when I come back, I'll give you something. I'll take care of you later. When he came back, he saw that the poor person had died. He'd starved to death. So he felt terrible, and he felt he'd be punished. Uh, this was from Hashem for not having enough mercy on this person. So he said, the eyes that saw this for low didn't take pity. The eyes that saw this should be closed. The hands of low that didn't reach out and give to the poor. to give, They should be cut off in the feet run, Your feet should run to help the poor. Uh, they should be cut off. and it all happened to him. He had a terrible disease. He couldn't walk. His hands didn't work. He went blind. Uh, he was in bad shape. But he he asked Hashem to curse him like that, to curse himself, that he should be punished in this world for not giving tzedakah. So Sulka be Rivikiva. Rivikiva went to visit him. He heard he was sick. He says. I feel terrible that I have to see you in such a state. So so you look so sick and you can't, blind. And um, Le, Oi Lee, he said, Woe to me, Sheena He said, I said, I hope I could see you the same way someday. Wow. So my Lo, Mayat you're cursing me. I'm coming to visit you. I was, I feel terrible. You look so sick. And he said, Well, I hope to see you the same way. It was, uh, so he said, don't you love afflictions? Don't you, don't you love to get it? Um, so his idea of very righteous people, uh, they ask for suffering. They deal with suffering. They they want the suffering. And so that's what he said back to Revi Kiva, like, um, you know, suffering's good. Nacham Ish uh, was saying that the suffering that came from Hashem, now you can't make yourself suffer, but he was saying that it was coming from Hashem that was good. But, but, but it, I mean, we don't, we don't ask Hashem for a like that, right? Yeah, yeah, these are very holy people, very different kind of people. Uh, Rebosha, <laughs> Rabbah, the big Rebosha, rabbit, the, uh, the Borah, Chatzaginar. He had a, a teacher for his son that was blind. Ima, just in ima, just because you're blind, you could still teach Torah, especially it was Torah Shabbat that was oral, so they had it all memorized. So he had a blind teacher who used to teach his son... Um, he would eat a meal a day with him to honor him. And he had guests that day. And he couldn't go eat with the uh, the blind person, his son's blind Rebbe, because he was busy with his guests. But Ramsha in the evening, he went to visit the blind man. Don't get angry at me. but I had guests. de Amister de Mori. I didn't want to insult them and leave them. When you have guests, it's very hard to leave the guests. So, Din Begankein lo ocho imori. That's what happened today. That's why I didn't make it to eat with you, because I was taking care of my guests. Omer uh, le, he said, You appease to the one that is seen and doesn't see. So, he said, uh, Since you appeased me, Din, I hope. The Chami, the one that sees you, and you, and you can't see him, will accept your excuse. I'm not sure if he was saying it's a good excuse, or uh, I'm assuming he meant it in a nice way. Let's not assume he meant it in a basically. Again, so what happened was there was a blind person, blind rebbe that uh, he used to eat, eat lunch with or whatever every day. Uh, I'm not sure if he brought him the food or he just honored him with eating him. And one day he had guests and he missed, he, he didn't eat with the poor the blind person. So he came to him and oh, I'm so sorry, I missed it. So he said, I hope uh, you've appeased appeased me. I'm the one who can be seen but can't see. May the one who sees you but you can't see also be happy with it. In other words, I forgive you. I hope Hashem forgives you, was the way he said it. And I'm assuming he meant it in in an innocent way, like I really hope, not that I hope Hashem forgives you, that he won't forgive you, that he meant it in a good way. Okay, but it's really sensitivity. You have to be very careful with people's feelings. O'melay hadmanaluch. So uh, where did you hear this? Uh, this is an interesting bracha. Um, he was a Torah teacher. This blind man. So he said, "I heard this from Lezer ben Yaakov." Lezer ben Yaakov, um, uh, uh, There was a blind person that came out to uh, came out to uh, to see him. Yasiv Ley Reb Rezor ben Yaakov l'rei mine Dimron dimrond da olu nasha. Second. So uh Rib uh Reb ben Yaakov gave it to him Lareminey Le Let's see I see what happened was this there was a blind person who came to town there uh and uh let, let's start it again uh about 6 lines up Oh hadisaginar la Cressa. a a blind person came to the city to collect, uh, to see if they would help him. And he couldn't see. But Reb Lozor Yaakov didn't have money to help him, but he wanted to help him in another way. So Yosef le, Reb Lozor ben, ben Yaakov sat at his foot. Sat at, usually like a student sits below the master. So Reb Lozor Yaakov sat right below the blind person. The, Yemim, uh, the people would see that, they would say, Delule Bar Rabbah, if this person wasn't a very great person, Lo Havi Yasev, Rehazer Ben Yaakov, Rehazer Ben Yaakov sat below him? It must be he's even greater than Rehazer Ben Yaakov. So Oven Le Parnas everybody gave him a good donation. So uh, the poor person was trying to figure this out, the blind man. He's sitting there in the cup and everybody's dropping money in the cup. Never happened like that before. Omer man, Man Havi So what's going on? So Omer Le, they said to him, Rehazer Ben Yaakov, Yosef Rehazer he said, the rabbi is sitting right next to you. So everybody's... Uh, so, also, so he said to him, He said, you did kindness to one that can be seen but doesn't see. Din it should happen to Chami, the one that can see you and not be seen should pay you back. So they saw that was like a nice prayer for a blind person. That there's a, a blind people are missing a, a sight, but people can see them. Uh, But they're in good company because people can't see Hashem and Hashem can see them. It's it's an interesting way to look at a blind person. Okay, back to the more. Three lines from the bottom. Uh, They were coming by the famous big, beautiful shul of loot. You know, my parents donated this shul. They, they don't, they, my parents, they, they put money, uh, You know how much, how many bucks my parents sunk into this thing? You know, I'm so proud of this beautiful shul that they made. How many people did they kill? (laughs) Meaning, had they given the money to the poor, they would have saved so many lives, and instead they dumped it in the building. You gotta know who's there. Wow. So, that's, lo, a, that's a zinger right there. <laughs> that is right. Lo so, uh lo ispu neshei de Weren't there people who were poor people who were learning Torah who could have used the money? Rav Avin He made new doors for the yeshiva. Elan Chera. As we turn the page, the sidra rabbah, the the main study hall. He made brand new doors. Big, beautiful doors. So, omerle uh, He says, "Do you see what I did? Look at those big, beautiful things I donated." So, omerle hechos. It says that klausrael forgot Hashem and they built buildings. Lo havi right? What you're giving money to fancy buildings and you could have helped people with it. So, uh, tani. Um, so that's also a person. There's a concept of charity of no, of giving to. Uh, uh, when you could save lives, then you're not supposed to sink it in the building. That, that's basically what they're saying. Okay. Tani, as Muzbeach is Haroylehem. I mean, Bedeke Bayes. We said that they would take for the altar the, the tools that were needed. And, uh, well, not, uh, we were talking about the tools before. Now we're talking about what was needed. So whatever is needed for the mizbeach, they would take from the, the, the Bedekabais. Uh Ain Kodosh Bedeke most Mosheh Haroylehem, but it wouldn't work the other way. In other words, from less holy can go to more holy, but from more holy you can't go to less holy. Didn't we learn that you could take a tool from there and everything else went to betekabais? So why can't it go both ways? So it didn't mean there was the, the room was for the bedikabayis. It wasn't. Um, it was clear which fund it was that it wasn't taken from a higher fund to a lower fund. In other words, we thought that they were taking vessels for the uh, Mizbeach, let's say something to stoke the coals. And that same fund was Bada would take from. And we're saying that you can't take from the from the altar fund. So the answer is really it was a fund. Bada Khabayis fund. Again, you can take from the lower fund from higher, but you can't take from the higher fund from lower. three shofers. there were 13 pushkas, Shosha Asre and 13 tables. And they would bow 13 times in the base of Migdash. There were 13 stations uh, where they would bow, uh, in places of holiness in the Bezam Migdash where you could honor Hashem by bowing. Show uh, Gamlio the In the house of Gamliel, in the house of uh, the, the Reb Hanina, they would bow 14 spots. Ba'arba Asre. Where's the extra one? K'nege dir When they would, they would bow by the woodshed. Now, why would you bow by the woodshed in the base of Igdush? The answer is, They had a secret teaching from their forefathers, that the Arun HaKodesh that was hidden away in the first base of Igdush was somewhere in the woodshed. So they were secretly borrowing to the Arun. Maisa there once was a Kohenit. asak r'orah uh, seritzpah. He was busy he was uh he was uh, doing something, and he noticed the floor was a little uneven in the woodshed. She and uh, he was he was you have to really look at floorboards to notice one's a little different than the other, so he decided that's it. I figured out where they hid the yarn. Bob he went to tell everybody, look what I discovered. Oh he, did, he didn't manage to get the words out, actually, and then he dropped that. So you know what? Maybe he, he was onto to something, but uh, nobody else knew exactly where the... Oh, hold it, hold it. How do we know the story? He died. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> well, so he told someone. No, he said, he, he said, I found it. I found the secret place where the iron was hitting. It's... And then, yeah. and then he dropped that. Like, 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 <laughs> like Yaakov Avinu know, about <laughs> to give the kates, and then, he, and then Hashem takes it away from him. That's right. So Tani kumisai. Now these pushkas, they were crooked. They were narrow on top uh, and wide on the bottom. So this way you couldn't stick your hands in and grab the money. Uh, Why? Because they had those crooks. So, uh, you have money somewhere, the crooks will find it. Tani B'Shemer Loza Arun Gilei What happened to the Arun? The famous Oran. So he says that when the Jewish people went into Bavl, the Oran was also taken to Bavl. It's in, it's in the Vatican. My time, uh, this is different than what we just said. Our Mishnah said the Oran was hidden under the woodshed, under the woodpile. He says that, no, it went to Bavl. Because it says, lo yitin davr, Amar Hashem, ain't dover, It says Dover was there. What a so. That's where the Ten Commandments are. The kainu ar merut chuvash shana shok am neva it says that Nebuchadnezzar sacked the temple and took everything kli Bezashem. beza what's a desirable thing the most desirable thing is the urn the earth vishimlah sham kama hayarni says no the urns in its usual place it's just buried there it, it could be it's like hidden exceed. and how do you know? it says over there be rikhabad of you roshe badim elakotish elpnea devir it says like the top sticks are sticking out towards the dvir, and you can't see them outside. Ksira. Now, first of all, it says they're seen, and then it says they're not seen. What does that mean? It means they're seen and they're not both, they 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 jutted out a little bit, so you could see that the aaron was there. Kishne Isha, like the breast of a woman. Um, basically, there's the idea that the aron is our mother's milk, just like our our um, like the breast of a woman. The aaron had like two poles that stuck out. And you could see behind the curtain where the iron was. Rabbanan says, No, it was in that dear Eatsim. We get more of the story. This coin was a blemished guy. He was a troublemaker. And he was busy cutting the wood in the Lishkas a And he saw the floor. He saw the floorboard was a little different. He went and he said, I'll show you where it is. It's different, although historically he didn't finish he died, that's where they knew the iron was. Okay, we, uh, let's do two more lines. He says that he took a, an anvil to bang the floorboard to, to dig underneath, and then when he hit it, fire came out and burned him. <laughs> Taught him a lesson reviewed by Ben He says, "What do you mean one Aron? There were two Aranos. This is a whole study, by the way. Uh, was there one Aron? Was there two Arons? And sometimes, why did the Aron get different nicknames in Tanakh? Sometimes it was given a certain name. So he said they had a traveling Aron." They had one that was stationary and one that went along for the traveling. There were two of them the one of them had the Torah in it. And the other one had the pieces of the Torah. By the way, they say from here that not only do you respect the Torah, you respect the broken Torah. When a person gets old, uh, even if they have Alzheimer's, you're supposed to respect them because they—they're the broken tablets. You know, they—but they, they—they held the Torah. <laughs> Meaning that they—they—they—they they're, were the suppository. <laughs> <laughs> One was in the tent of Mitzvah. Moshe no, The broken tablets were there. So the broken tablets—that was the traveling. Who nixed the yotzimayim? Sometimes you could see it. Rabbanu, they say, no, there weren't two. There was only one. Pam Achas, they only took it out once and it got captured, Bimei Nishma. Kari and there's a the hint to Rabbanu because it says, Oi l'on the Pleshtim said, who will save us from the uh, the gods of the Jews? They, they said that they never saw the Aaron come out. In other words, on the day when the Jews brought the Aaron out, the Pleshtim were afraid they would lose the battle. Koram is but there's a Pasuk also that proves bring it near. Now, how could they bring it near? The Aaron was in a different place. So it must be they had a traveling Aaron. We'll stop here, three lines from the bottom. In the middle of, in, of the debate, was there one Aaron or were there two Aaroners? Have a great day, everyone. Be well.